0: Hello, welcome back to Media Snack, live from New York. Greetings from London. Good, how are we doing? Very well, how are you? We're good. Nice to meet you. Uh, right, let's get on to this. Really, this is another really interesting one. I say that every week, but these these we get such good questions. Um, so thank you for everybody sending questions. Uh, at this time of year, the beginning of the year, often a lot of advertisers, maybe at the back end of, of you know, the previous year where they are going to pitch their media or creative business or whatever function of marketing they're going to go to pitch with. Um, you know, I, I was thinking of, of launching that in Q1. Q1 is always quite busy for launching pitches because people want to get it done before the summer typically. Um, and then being able to kind of ramp up into the uh, beginning of the planning cycle for the next financial year, if they're working on a calendar. So it's a, it's a really pertinent question. Agencies are very busy. Uh, what is it that makes agencies really compete for your pitch? Yeah. OK, so we've heard some examples of, of agencies that are declining to participate in pitches. Um, that can be the case. That seems to be happening more, which I think is quite a good thing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, all coming up on today's Media Snack. Welcome to Media Snack, the live weekly show where we unpack the important questions that you all have about media, agencies, marketing, and more. If you're new to the channel, it's great to have you join us. Subscribe below to get alerts of all upcoming weekly episodes.
1: Right, so what's our... our question of the week let's kick this off question is what makes the very best agencies want to pitch or compete for your business good very good um so as usual i'm going to kind of unpack that
0: question and think about some of the implications and david we'll come back to you and then you're going to give us some tips and these are really important tips actually because they're going to show you how what makes the difference between agencies getting really excited about your pitch brief and then or potentially ignoring it. And obviously, if you have agencies ignoring it, then that's a bit of a disaster for your pitch. So what you learn in this episode today could be very important um, in engaging agencies. And then the implication of that is to get a great agency and lots of value from that. So uh, this could be very, very valuable advice. Um, You know, as always, this is a live stream uh, we love your questions, live comments, we'll keep an eye out for them and uh, if you've got any perspective on this, an experience on this, we'd love to hear from uh, hear from you during the show. Uh, if you're watching this on repeat, of course, uh, please leave a comment down below on YouTube or LinkedIn or anyone else, anywhere else you see this, um, we'd love your feedback. Okay, so as I said at the beginning, agencies now are more discerning than they've ever been about pitches. We've been running... Massive pitches and uh all around the world for over 10 years. And used to be the case that agencies would pretty you could pretty much guarantee anyone you'd invited would have a go, right? I remember the years ago being on the agency side, you'd kind of you're a bit flattened by pitches because you're constantly feeling like the agency is just pitching anything it can get its hands on. Uh and we've actually been encouraging agencies over the years, right, to To be a bit more discerning about what they take on, because they sometimes say to us, you know, pitches are hard work or they're very disruptive or distracting for the agency. And we say, well, you know, sometimes say no. Or if the pitch is not good enough, I mean, I think our pitches are pretty good, but you know, they complain about the volume of pitches and how bad some of them are, then just say no. Yeah. You know, say no. Work on our ones. Like, turn all the others down, work on our ones. and that's, but that's a good thing. So agencies are becoming far more discerning. Really important, and of course, as you might expect, the best agencies are in demand. So there are uh, you, there are now way more advertisers, obviously, than there are agencies. And particularly when you look at media, we're talking about creative and media. There's a much bigger kind of supply, really, in terms of creative agencies potentially, uh, because often scale is not necessarily a big determinant of success in, obviously, in the creative side. But in media, obviously, there's been huge consolidation over the years in media agencies. So these, you know, six groups control 90% of the world's media billings. And so if you want to get media bought, you likely have to go to, through one of five or six companies, depending on where you are in the world. And so those are therefore in demand. And so therefore the stack of invitations to pitches on the CEO's desk uh, of, the, of the, these consolidated agencies is pretty high. And what you want to think about is how you get to the, walls at the top of that pile, because it really is that simple. Agencies are being discerning and making decisions about what they will and won't pitch for. And if you don't get it right and you don't present yourself and your' pitch in the right way, it's a good chance it can end up in the shredder,? okay? Uh, and the best ones are in demand. Like anything, everyone w- wants to work with the most successful agencies. Agencies want to be successful agencies. Right now, with the ongoing talent crisis, we'll link to a previous episode about that if you're curious to dig deeper into that, Uh, agencies are struggling to kind of uh, attract and retain really good talent. But those agencies that are winning, that are successful in pitches uh, can attract and retain the best talent. And that, if I was an agency CEO, I'd be really careful about what I pitched for. I'd really only pitch for things that I really thought we could win. I would not be risking the motivation and morale of my talent on you know, maybes, you know, where it's not clear. Because losing pitches is almost as destructive as winning pitches is positive. Yeah. So you don't want to be on the losing end of pitches. You know, that's the thing. So agencies being very, very specific, really important to understand that. Some do dis- decline because of conflict. That's natural. So we would tend to kind of invite a few more than we think we might need um, because there can be some inevitable uh, you know, restrictions on, on who's available. Um, and again, in media particularly, we always say that the value that an agency brings is largely discretionary and what we mean by that is it's, it's a people it's a people business and a money business and it's a people business so an agency CEO will really decide like what level of talent and the volume of talent and the, you know the amount of effort that they've really put in. which might be counterintuitive because they can probably paid a lot of money um, but a really highly motivated leadership on the agency can really make a difference because you'll be a priority and get get the best talent. but you'll also often get the best commercial value in terms of the, you get their best negotiations and access to their best pricing, and also equally important access to innovation, Mm. media, highly dynamic marketplace. Uh, You want to make sure that you are priority for that agency eventually uh, if you hire them. And so positioning yourselves in that way to to start is to not just be a priority client, but be a priority pitch to start with. That's the basic thing. It's important to understand how agencies actually make those decisions. How does an agency CEO decide where your pitch brief or invitation, which pile does it go on? Does it go on the like, we must win this, let's do everything we can? Or does it go on maybe if we've got time? Or does it just, as I say, go straight straight in the shredder? We're actually going to do a future episode coming up in a couple of weeks detailing for you exactly how agencies make decisions. There's three questions they all ask. Uh, and we'll share those with you. So um, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe down below, click the bell. You'll be alerted when we come to do that episode. That can, that's going to be really interesting. Um, we always say to advertisers, don't go shopping. We always say this, don't go shopping for agencies. Don't think you can stroll the this metaphorical aisle of Madison Avenue and kind of pick an agency. Um, it really involves describing what you need as an advertiser, and then allowing agencies to organize their resources around that as a response. So you have to be quite specific about what you want. And I know you're going to come on to talk about the importance of the brief um, yeah. that, that we write. That is critical at positioning your pitch uh, really clearly. And you'll you give some tips on that. Uh, your company reputation can have an impact. You know, Ag- people move around agencies. People gossip about their clients and, you know, hopefully not for those of you watching, but some advertisers have a reputation as just being a bit difficult. And it doesn't matter how big you are, how famous you are, how glamorous you might be as a brand, the agency will say, okay, well, I'd love that logo on my creds, but I know they're going to be tough to work with. Mm -hmm. And and everybody knows that. So it's going to be hard to mobilize. And as an agency CEO, you're thinking, do I really want to put my – Put my team through that. You know, is that something that we really want to win? Yeah. Don't assume that your scale or your brand accounts for everything. You know, your behavior and reputation is really crucial. With some advertisers, we've been very honest about that, Mm -hmm. right? In the pitch brief, we've got them to actually be very honest about how they work. And that counts for a lot. So if you are a business challenged with a bit of reputation, maybe issue, Mm -hmm. be upfront about that, you know. Understand how the agencies are going to respond to it and, and and cover it. And the final thing I'll touch on, which is which is a, a curse of some uh, pitches in media, <clears throat> and I think this is dying away. We've seen less of it. I th- we have anyway the last five years or so, is an old obsession with a race to the bottom on media pricing. You know, if your pitch brief goes to an agency and it just looks like it's going to result in some kind of you know bid bidding down or e-auction type process, and there's not really much attention paid to the quality of the thinking or the talent, um, then you're going to find that quickly goes in in the shredder or it just gets handed to a trading director saying, do you want to have a go at this? Yeah. You know? um, it, won't be a, it won't be a priority. Yeah. Uh, so those are, that, that's some of, the, some of the context. We're trying to get in the, give you an idea of getting the mind of the agency CEO, really think about it. And we spend a lot of time crafting briefs mm because of that, right, to position what you need as an advertiser to the agencies, all right? We can help sell you to the agencies on that basis. So uh, give us some tips then. So if you're planning a pitch, if I'm a marketing director, planning an agency, media agency, creative pitch, Mm
1: -hmm. how do I get agencies excited? Okay. Well, I've got three tips, but I've also got a do not. Okay. A hairy, you know, do not. Do not go into the pitch market feeling like an entitled advertiser because it just doesn't work any longer. You know, we've been running pitches now for 12 years and I've never known a more challenging and dynamic pitch marketplace. And it is a it is a seller's marketplace, as you rightly say, it's um, the agencies are in absolute control of the pitches that they embrace and that they kind of work on and going into the market in with a with an impression or a behavior and an attitude that perhaps you may have got away with four or five years ago just isn't going to work so don't be entitled you're gonna to have to work really hard you have to work really hard at the beginning of the process yeah. uh, in order to get the agencies to engage and once they're engaging then you will see magic you will see brilliance from the agencies but you've got to untap that and you as an advertiser have to work really hard at the beginning so don't be entitled now my three tips the first thing i would recommend and the first thing that we encourage our clients to do is engage with the agency leadership at the very beginning um speak to them, have top to top meetings, uh, engineer an opportunity where you can begin to share with the agency leadership, uh, your vision, your ambition for media, Um, provide them with a compelling seductive kind of sell, right? To get them to kind of lean in. Um, It also provides you with an opportunity to begin to understand whether there is likely to be a cultural affinity with that particular agency it fast tracks and accelerates perhaps some decision makings on both sides, both from an advertiser and an agency side, as to whether there is the likelihood of a partnership at the very end of this kind of process. Mm. So engage early and use play to your strengths, okay? You may not be the largest spending advertiser. You may have, you know, frankly, a you know, suspect reputation in the marketplace, but play to your strengths. Do you have a strategic ambition? Are you on a, an accelerated growth journey that you want a partner agency to kind of go go along with you? So play to your strengths, but define that narrative in a really strategic way and engage with the clients, with yeah. the agencies very early on. That would be my first, my first uh, tip. The second tip um, is invest as much effort and time that you possibly can in creating the very best pitch brief that you can. Because it does, it does two things really. It enables the agency to really understand what type of business you are by the quality mm. of the brief that you pull together. It allows the agency to understand where your strategic challenges are over and above perhaps campaign challenges. But importantly, critically in this congested marketplace, the, the the more effort that you put into developing your pitch brief, it raises a standard. It tells the agency that you care about media, yeah. That you you believe in media, and actually you're going to create and put time into creating a, a pitch brief that is going to challenge them in the right kind of way. And if you're going to be that kind of client, then you know what you might be the right kind of client to have a long term relationship with. That's the sort yeah. of the same thing. So invest in in good quality briefing materials. And then the third thing, which may seem a little self-serving, is actually engage with uh, a pitch consultant, right? I mean, you know, the value that we bring uh, in these kind of processes are often immeasurable. Not only do we do a lot of the heavy lifting, but we maintain a process that has integrity, that is fair. And again, in a congested marketplace, uh, when agencies are making sometimes discretionary decisions as to which, which pitch to work on. The fact that there is a pitch consultant involved often can make the difference. Mm. So those would be my three my three yeah. tips. I'd be more specific than that.
0: I know you're, kind of, you're holding back there, but if you, I mean, in our view, and we get this hit this from clients and we hear this from agency leaders, if there's an ID comms logo on the pitch brief, it sits on the top of the pile. I mean, it may not sit on the very top, always <laughs> guarantee. But it's going to get absolute consideration and there'll be a dialogue with that agency leadership and if they have any hesitation or they have questions and they just call us and say is this right and like am i thinking of this the right way and then we can reassure them in the right way maybe it's not right for them um but that you know you can see it on the screen here this little yellow tag that kind of sits on documents is an indicator that the best agency ceos are kind of looking for us and probably some other companies as well it says something Um, and it's valuable so if you if you have budget to get a get a uh, some consulting support sometimes that that can can fast track you if you like it's like skip the queue at disneyland um (laughs) uh, i don't know where that came from uh good good stuff so if you're planning a pitch these are three tips to follow just really think don't as david said don't assume that you just email it to an agency agency new biz person and it somehow gets on the ceo's desk kind of have to earn your way earn your way there which is a Challenge, but something to be aware of. Um, I think in our our experience, one of the things, which is, again, another great indicator for agency leadership, and we've been very fortunate to be kind of blessed with clients that see media like an investment in growth, and a really good indicator of that narrative internally, of that culture around media, is when you have a CMO and a CEO of that company Wanting to be part of the agency briefing, yeah, and that happens a lot more now, which is amazing. And we've had we've had some recently. We've had many in the last year or so, where we're in pitches, the company, and these are big multinational corporations. Okay, where the CEO wants to come and meet the agencies for the kind of initial briefing and maybe involved in the you know presentations towards the end. Uh, that's a great indicator. So if you're an agency CEO and you can say, like, here's the client, and it's not only a marketing team or a media team or procurement team, but I've got the CMO or the chief procurement officer here and maybe even the CFO or the CEO, much more common. Now, we really encourage it. So if you can, you know, get get your really senior leadership involved just at that upfront bit. Uh, Again, it tells the agencies that this is valuable. That's what it means. It tells the agencies that you take media seriously. Um, it's not just a parade. It really indicates that, that you care uh, as a business about this. And it's not just some project that somebody's doing. So it's really good. Uh, cool. Listen, if you've got any other tips or tricks or experiences that you want to share, please leave them down below. Um, I should say, we, like, we're dressed the same today. No, but thanks. I'm just gonna tell, tell you why. I've got, I'm wearing merch. I've got, this is, this is merch from my wife's new book. And is I'm, it? I'm not on commission or anything, honest, but um, I might link for that down below. So this, Very is, good. My, this is my merch today. Thank yeah. Thank you. Uh, good. Um, so that's it for this week. Um, if you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up. It le- allows more people like you to find this channel and that's good as we create these debates, uh, but that's your media snack for this week. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Media Snack is brought to you each week by IDComs, the award-winning growth consultancy specializing in media. We help advertisers on a life cycle to grow in three service areas: operations, partnerships, and optimization that transform your media investments into real company growth. Whether you're planning an agency pitch, upgrading your media organization, want to learn new best practice or simply get better performance from your media investments, you can find out more at idcoms.com forward slash growth.